the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. God desires to have a relationship with us. He has revealed himself to us in his word, and he has revealed his interest in developing a relationship with us through Jesus Christ. That's Pastor Leighton Sheely, and this is a broadcast called Study Verse by Verse, and he's taking us through the book of John, verse by verse. This is an outreach ministry of Church of the Highlands in San Bruno, and they're on the web at highlands.us. Get your update on what's happening at Church of the Highlands at this time of the year right there, highlands.us. And when you go there, let them know that you listen to the program. There's a contact link right there on the homepage. That's highlands.us. Now, we're all familiar with ologies, okay? Uh, There is uh, biology, the study of life. Uh, there's archaeology, study of history, zoology, study of animals, um, geology, the study of the earth, and so forth. We're familiar with the ologies. Uh, Legia means study of. And theos is a Greek word for God. And so theology is the study of God. And I use that word, and some of us might automatically be programmed, pre-programmed to think, ah, theology, yeah, I've heard about that. Ah, that's just for intellectuals and, and scholars. That's not for me. But all of us should be theologians. All of us should study theology. And let me see if I can explain why, okay? When we want to build a relationship with someone. We study them. For instance, if a young man wants to build a relationship with a young woman, he studies her. He watches her. He listens to what she says and how she says it. He tries to figure out what she likes and what she doesn't like. He tries to find ways of expressing his interest toward her with the hope that that interest will be returned. Now, if she doesn't like the attention, she'll signal something like, back off. And if the guy's a gentleman, he'll back off. He'll give her space. But if the interest is mutual, then she's going to find time, make time, to sit down and get acquainted with him and reveal herself to him and learn about him as well. So two things are required for any interpersonal relationship to happen. There has to be a mutual interest, that is, both parties have to be interested in building some kind of a relationship, and there has to be self-revelation, where each party decides to reveal themselves to the other person. Now, that's not only true of dating... I I use dating as an example because 
when someone is dating or courting, then they are very intentional and methodical about building that relationship. But they're using the same principles that we use in any relationship. You know, a friendship or any, any, any friendship, we, we have to have a mutual interest and we have to have self-revelation. Now, here's the point. God desires to have a relationship with us. And He has provided both of the essential ingredients for that relationship. He has revealed Himself to us in His Word, and He has revealed His interest in in developing a relationship with us through Jesus Christ who provided a remedy for the sin that had injured our relationship in the first place. Now, some might be a little confused by that last phrase of what I said, so let me try to explain that. The Bible tells us that back before sin entered this world, mankind, Adam and Eve, used to walk with God in the cool of the day. God would come and talk and converse and have conversations with Adam and Eve. Now, some people might say, well, what did they talk about? I don't know. The Bible doesn't tell us what they talked about. Considering they were the most intelligent people who ever lived, they could have been anything. I, I don't know what they talked about. But God desired to have a relationship with mankind. And He made mankind very, very special because only mankind, according to the Scriptures, is, is designed out of the creation here to have relationship with God. Now, that pattern of relationship continued until a conniving snake, called by various names in the Bible, the serpent, the devil, Satan, the accuser of the brethren, and so forth, he deceived Eve into breaking one simple boundary. God has said, don't eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, for in the day you eat of it, the process of death will will begin. You will surely die. Now, we tend to think of death as an event, and it is. But there's also a process that leads up to death. Now, that process may take weeks or months or years, as in the case of cancer, Or it may take nanoseconds, as in the case of an auto accident. But ever since that day that Adam and Eve chose to break that one commandment, this world has been filled with dying and death. Physical, spiritual, emotional, relational. God is the source of life. And when we get separated from God we began to die. Isaiah said, it is our sin that separates us from God. And that's why we need to get separated from our sin. Because it's the sin that separates us from God who is the source of life. Now, because God loves us and cares for us and values us so incredibly much, God provided a way to save us from our sin through Jesus Christ. What God did was take our sin and transfer it to Jesus, 
who carried it to Calvary's cross and who there died because the wages of sin is death. He died to pay the wages of our sin. God desires to have relationship with us so much that he's willing to forgive us our sin if we receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. And he wants to have relationship with us so much he has chosen to reveal himself to us through the Holy Bible. And that's why we study the Bible. That's why we should study the Bible. Because we want to have a relationship with God. We don't want to know about God. We want to know God. And there's a world of difference between knowing about someone and knowing someone, isn't there? We can say, I know about so-and-so, but that doesn't mean we know them. So we don't want to just know about God. We want to know God. Now, I'm going to invite you to turn your Bible to uh, John, the Gospel, uh, chapter 1. Now, it's called the Gospel of John, and there are a number of men named John in the Scripture, and so it's important for us to distinguish between them. One of the things that we need to be aware of when we're reading through the Gospel of John is that we're going to see the name John mentioned, and it's never mentioned in reference to the author. It's mentioned in reference to another man named John, uh, who we know as John the Baptist. Now, the author was an apostle to Jesus Christ. His name was John. He was the youngest of the apostles. He was probably in his teens. He may have been in his 20s when he began to follow Jesus. And Jesus began his ministry around the age of 30. He had a brother. John had a brother named James, who was also an apostle. And these guys were smart businessmen uh, who... Uh, uh, owned a fishing company. And they were successful businessmen. We know that because their fishing company had boats. And not every fishing company had boats. These guys were smart businessmen. And you recall that in the first century, there were no motors on those fishing boats. So they rowed sometimes miles out into the Sea of Galilee to get into a place where they could fish. And there were no power winches to bring those nets full of fish out, that was all done by hand. And so from those hints and others that we find in the Scriptures, we can fairly well conclude that James and John were smart, buff, sun-bronzed men in the prime of their life who knew how to bark orders and lead. In fact, Jesus called them the sons of thunder. They knew how to bark orders. They knew how to lead. And they were part of Jesus' inner circle. It was Peter, James, and John who got to see things the other apostles didn't see. So, for instance, the Mount of uh, Transfiguration. Uh, Peter, James, and John were there, and they saw the glory of Jesus revealed on the Mount of Transfiguration. And when Jesus was hanging on the cross, the only apostle that is mentioned by name as being present was the apostle John. John saw it all. And we are so blessed by the Holy Spirit that it, it, the Holy Spirit has made it possible for us to know some of what John saw. And I say some because that's what John says. He says, uh, so in his writing of the purpose of the, of the gospel, in John 20, 30, he says, Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of the disciples which are not written in this book. He says, I could tell you stories. There, there are a lot of stories I could tell you, but they're not in the book. They're not written here. But these were written, these were chosen 
so that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you might have life in his name. And so John's purpose was to present his readers with evidence that could lead them and encourage them to put their faith in Jesus uh, Christ as their Lord and Savior. You've been listening to just a portion of a message presented by Pastor Leighton Sheely of Church of the Highlands in San Bruno to the congregation as he took them through the book of John. And we'll come back and pick it up right here when we return tomorrow. I hope you can join us. If you've missed any of the past broadcasts, they're on our website at highlands.us. You can also find other information about the church, of course, there, including ways that you might serve if you're looking for a home church and want a place where you can both worship and serve, then I encourage you to check out Church of the Highlands at highlands.us. And while you're there, go to the contact link and just leave us a note. Let us know that you've tuned in to the broadcast. And if you'd like to join with us financially, if you're a long-term listener and appreciate this outreach and would like to help continue it, well, you can give safely on the website. I'm Mike Trout. Thanks for joining with us. Come back tomorrow at this same time when we open to the book of John and study once again verse by verse.